Algar Productions. Despite the title, the following podcast is most decidedly not for kids. This is the Kids Love Justice League podcast with your hosts, Maggie Robotham and Ron Algar Watt. Episode 160 A Night of Shadows. Hi, pals. We got some real realms this week. Uh, I'm Al. I'm Maggie. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> the realm Actually, hater I like this and the one. realm enjoyer have logged on. Mm hmm. I don't know if I've ever talked about my dislike of realm. I'm, I'm sure I've mentioned it, but like, where oh, it I'm comes well from. aware, but the listeners. Yeah, but specifically where it comes from. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I was, I was a big fan as, as any right-thinking comics reader is of uh, Ryan North's run on uh, Squirrel Girl. Mm-hmm. And uh, the last, I, I knew the end was coming, and then the last several issues were tie-ins to some realms bullshit yep. with Thor. Yep. It was the like, War of the Realms this a, crossover. This is, a, this is a cute little science hero who is now doing magic bullshit, and mm-hmm. I hate it. And uh, so, yeah. And, it just, and like every crossover, I just went on forever. Sure. Realms. I, on the other hand, had been reading that Thor book for a few years, loved it, and was deeply excited. <laughs> oh, okay. I just, you know, those crossover things, like, that's that usually turns me off to comics in oh, general. Yeah. It's like... Well, most of the time, whenever, they're bad. Whenever... Well, it's not even that. It's whenever I'm expected to know a bunch of shit happening at a bunch of other books mm-hmm. that I'm not reading. Yeah. It's like, oh, come on, man. Well, it's like I'm doing, like, a, the the my ongoing massive X-Men read, and, like... Mm-hmm. The I'm at the point where the stuff they're doing is tying into the fucking Eternals crossover. I don't want to read any Eternals books. No one does. <laughs> I mean, I remember when Neil Gaiman briefly did a run on that, and even that, yeah, like people had a hard time with, and people love that guy. Yeah, it was bad. And they're like, yeah, I, I don't care about this that much. Hey, but what about the Eternals? We have the rights to them. No one cares. You couldn't yeah, make so? it work with the Inhumans. You can't make it work with the Eternals. These guys suck. <laughs> I don't know what either of those things are really, mm-hmm. apart from, you know, that they've made movies and TV shows about them, but so. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I actually didn't dislike these episodes. Yeah. Or this episode. This episode's this, episode. Oh, we, we should we should use the uh, defunct uh, drunken time travel terminology, epistory. Oh, yes. This epistory is excellent. Yeah, because it is two episodes consisting of one story. Mm-hmm. So. Epistory. Nailed it. Thanks, drunken yes. time, ta- time travel. Mm-hmm. Thrunken time travel. <laughs> so you can slur it a little because, you know, drunk. Thrunken time travel. Yeah, there you go. Ah. All right, Maggie, why don't you tell us what happens in A Knight of Shadows? All right, so we open our tale with Al's favorite thing, realms. Ugh. Specifically the realm of Camelot, where classic literature witch Morgan Le Fay and her bowl-cutted brat Mordred are launching an army of Kirby-esque trolls against King Arthur and the boring bullshit of the round table. Unfortunately for Arthur, one of his knights, Jason Blood, has been secretly stooping Morgan and lets her army in. Did Arthur really think walls could hold me? Lafay smugly asks, ignoring that the walls were doing a pretty good job until dipshit Von Stripehair left the key under the mat. Camelot falls and Merlin the Wizard shows up and curses Jason with his magic to become the demon Etrigan. Couldn't you have used your magic to save Camelot? asks King Arthur as Mordred decapitates him. Hmm? says Merlin. In the present, Batman is investigating a break-in at Ray's occult books. 
A page from a magic book has been stolen, and somebody has turned Ray from Ghostbusters 2-era Ackroyd into nothing but trouble Ackroyd. <laughs> Jason Blood arrives to explain that LaFay is looking for the Philosopher's Stone, a magical rock that will allow her to become the most powerful turf in all of England. <laughs> Jean, Flash, and Wonder Woman arrive to help look for LaFay, and Jean connects with her psychically to see if he can find her. What he gets is mostly a massive headache and images of his dead, naked wife, Maria. I also recently had a bad case of Myria. You need to drink a lot of water afterward. <laughs> the League identifies two archaeologists who may have found the stone, and Blood becomes the demon Etrigan by reciting his little poem, There once was a demon from hell who had quite a terrible smell. He would caper and dance in his little short pants as he listened to songs by Pharrell. Oh, very good. First, they track an old man who, who teaches at university, but that plan falls through when Etrigan gives him a heart attack just by existing. This is your fault, Etrigan screams at Jean, who wasn't actually doing anything. Morgan and Mordred arrive, and everyone fights. Jean is once again hypnotized into seeing his dead wife, and apparently Jean likes his women like he likes his pencils. Pointy. And with a huge ass. Anyway, mother and boy escape, realizing that the stone isn't here, and the league heads to the other guy, who is apparently Jay Sherman's dad, hosting a costume party. Jay's dad hits on Wonder Woman, because of course he does, while Flash hits on sexy ladies in the grotto. Yes, there is a grotto. Morgan arrives, turns Jay's dad into a giant tapeworm, everyone fights some more, and the League safely escapes with the stone. They lock it up on the watchtower, but then Jean steals it, believing Morgan can resurrect his dead wife. Jean, come on, man. You you might not be very good at this superhero thing. Back on Earth, Morgan turns London into a giant castle so that they will have a suitable place for a final battle. League arrives, everyone fights again. Etrigan kicks the shit out of Jean because he really, really hates that guy and luckily forgets that he can also breathe fire. And at the last minute, Jean destroys the stone because I guess it's time to start wrapping things up. Morgan and Mordred just leave, and the day is saved. Etrigan becomes Jason Blood again by reciting his little poem, In Brightest Day, in Blackest Nantucket, there was a Green Lantern with it. Uh, you know what, never mind. <laughs> well, now I want to know what you meant, because what the hell rhymes with that? <laughs> <laughs> Do you not know the actual... No, I know the, the actual Lantern? one, right. but the, yeah. <laughs> It's probably <sighs> like that, but also uh, referencing old Green Lantern comics, I imagine. Mm, well, I mean, he, he does have a weakness for wood, mm -hmm. so. Look, I already wrote one poem for this uh, this summer. I don't see yeah, why you did. It was two. I had to interrupt your flow to tell you how good it was. Because <laughs> <laughs> it was very good. Oh, man. Um, I liked you. You had a you had the best joke was not even in your summary is in your notes. I can't mm. believe you didn't use this. Well. Oof. It said, uh, I like this version of London. All the turfs are support pillars now. <laughs> Correct I, figured not, I figured I wouldn't hit the turf thing twice. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You really should stop complaining about that, Mac. Oh, yeah. It's all fine. It's I, I should really shut up about that, honestly. Yeah. I mean, who, who you know, who really needs to hear about that more than once? <sighs> no, this one, uh, I, I did not dislike this one the way this I thought I would. This was fun. There wasn't a whole yeah. lot going on, but it was fun, you know? I, the thing is, I, what I liked was that they focused on Jean a bit, mm -hmm. got inside his head. We saw what, what Mars looked like. We, like, I'm always a sucker for when you have the tragic hero who's had a big loss in his, in his backstory, mm -hmm. tempting him with getting it back. And we've done that with Batman. We, yep. I don't remember if we have already done it with Superman, but there's another big one coming up where we will do it with mm -hmm. Superman. Um, you know, like dangling the idea of like, you could have your family back and like, I'd like I, that they did it with him too. I do want my family back. Yeah. You got a, you got a pretty good, like you got to work on the, the consistency of it, but every now and then you'll say something 
as Jean and is like, damn, you got that voice. Thank you. <laughs> you always have to be sad and slow, though. <clears throat> I've got to talk more like it's turning into my Orson Welles impression. <laughs> my well, take God. the accent out of it. The Martians, which I am, are coming out of the ship. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, I liked the look of Mars a great deal. Mm -hmm. um, once again, another unique, uh, uh, like, alien landscape and, and architecture and the whole aesthetic of yeah. everything. Um, you're not wrong to call out the uh, thick with two C's-ness of, um, <laughs> of not only his wife, but also his children. Yeah, that was, uh, I was having a good time at first, and then his thick-assed boys came out, and I was very upset. They switch to a reverse angle where the kids run into frame and you see like their asses mm -hmm. and they've got junk in the trunk and they're like eight. And that's, yeah. that's, that's inappropriate. <laughs> or I don't know on Mars. Maybe it isn't. Maybe they're fully grown and they're just small. I don't, I, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> but yeah, everyone is proportioned like a Pixar mom. Yep. Yep. Which look. <laughs> He's I right. Mars was a paradise. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Mars doesn't need women. Mars Mars got women. Mars certainly has moms. And look, like, I think I can speak for both of us when I say, like, we're fans. Mm-hmm. It's great. Mm-hmm. But uh, what I wonder, and look, it's a fantasy. It's a, it's a, you know, it's a vision inside his head. Yep. But I imagine them looking at his outfit and saying, Dad, the fuck are you wearing? What is this? <laughs> like... On Earth, they think he looks ridiculous, and on Mars, like, it doesn't work anywhere. Well, I, I, we've talked about this. I have never understood, like, the, the choice the, the Martian Manhunter costume has, you know, where I'm going to use this to be more, to make people not be afraid of me, so I'll be a slightly different green man mm -hmm. with suspenders and a cape mm -hmm. and little shorts. Those at least fit in. I mean, if you're hanging out with demons, I suppose. Mm -hmm. um, oh, I, I liked... This, sorry, I had oh, this no, thought this weekend. I really want to run up and just snap snap John's suspenders. <laughs> Ouch. Hey. I, I have two weaknesses, fire and that. <laughs> Please don't do that again. Mm -hmm. um, in, I, the only time it kind of made sense, once again, mm -hmm. Darwin Cook in uh, New Frontier... Took a lot of like the stuff from back then, and and that was kind of silly and goofy, and yep. made it kind of cool. He's he's watching a bunch of different stuff on TV, and he's like, "Ooh, I could look like this." I love I that. Bit. Like this, yeah, me too. He's taking the form of like Bugs Bunny and Groucho Marx. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, it's so good. Um, and the and test like, pattern uh, Indian, which I like. I mean, yeah, there's that's a that's a mixed bag, but I get it. It's it's like it's an interesting pull. Is sort of my point. Like, yeah, yeah, it is. Um. But the cape thing was like, well, people trust superheroes mm -hmm. with capes, so I'll wear a cape. Here, I'll have but this he does cape. It a little, does it a little weird. What do you Makes think sense. of this, King Faraday? Mm-hmm. A real guy Faraday. with a real name? Yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. Look, if we're, if we're expected to take a guy called Jason Blood seriously, mm -hmm. which, again, I'm sure I said this last time he showed up, but uh, sounds like some edgelord 16-year-old, don't call me Jason anymore, I'm Jason Blood. Blood. Oh, excuse me, Jason Blood. Mm -hmm. uh, last time he showed up, he was voiced by Billy Zane, and I think he had a better voice. He's, mm -hmm. he's still pretty yeah. good, but but not as good as he was last time. We was had this, some interesting I check, voice. Was this guy anybody? Uh, I, I did not check on him in particular, which I probably should have. But we did have a number of interesting voice people show up. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, you you had something in the dock before I got here. Mm-hmm. Which, uh, yeah, uh, uh, Jay's dad, the... Uh, so is a Hugh Hefner type. Yes. Is who he is. I, I appreciate that you think he looks like Jay Sherman's dad. I don't know that a critic reference is exactly springtime fresh, though. I mean, that's probably true, but, you know. Our our audience may, some people may know what that is, but others. Look, the people who get it are going to love it. Okay. He was the best true. character on that show. That's true. <laughs> Take that, Guernica. <laughs> Penguins can't fly. <laughs> anyway. No, you're 100% right about that. Anyway, he's yeah, uh, he, he's voiced by Dave Thomas, founder of Wendy's. Uh, no, that's Dave Thomas, the guy who stole Space Ghost show from him, which is uh, another good reference everyone will definitely mm-hmm. get. You know, one of the 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 what is it? The fucking the, Canadian beer the guys. Brothers. The, that's yeah, yeah. One of the SCTV guys. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The non Rick Moranis one. Right. Exactly. Um. And I was just stalling as uh, Michael T. Weiss is the dude's name. He was the main character on the show The Pretender. Oh. Yeah, I have absolutely no idea. No, it's, uh, that one's mysterious to me. Mostly it looks like he does voice stuff. Like he's he's been he's been around quite sure. a bit. Um, but we had some other interesting people show up. We mm-hmm. had um, uh, Pam Greer played uh, Myria. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pam Greer, I don't know if you remember, was like did a bunch of black exploitation oh, films yeah. in the in the seventies, but uh, she did uh, Jackie Brown yeah. for uh, Tarantino. If literally nothing uh, else, then like you know, you probably know her from Jackie Brown. But also, I believe she played a, a, a sexy version of Amanda Waller in something or other. Oh God, that's right. I'm trying to remember one if of that the, was the one from the Green Lantern movie with Ryan Reynolds. I can't. I don't remember. Like I love her, mm-hmm. but. Amanda Waller doesn't look like that. I'm no. sorry. But uh, great voice poll. Like, there's, oh, yeah. there's no particular reason not to just use any generic, you know, like uh, uh, female voice actor mm-hmm. there. But but they chose Pam Greer for some reason. and She's great. Yeah. Um, Merlin, who only has maybe three lines at the beginning, is one of my favorite character actors. Really? Uh, you know, this guy. We've we've had we have this conversation every several years mm-hmm. um he's a he's one of those star trek all-stars oh he's sure a, this is the gulag repente yeah, yeah that guy he was also in uh the jj uh, abrams star trek as um the guy on the vulcan uh science council that uh spock says live long and prosper oh yeah that guy rules too mm-hmm. yeah that guy's great he's got a really great sort of gravelly like that kind of thing and he's, he's very i fucking good. hate you spock mm-hmm Go back to your boy pit. I'm I'm amazed you've managed to make it this far despite your handicap, mm-hmm. your human mother. <laughs> like, oh, you motherfucker. You guys are assholes. Yep. Uh, we're Vulcans. <laughs> what do you expect? We are we're um, Vulcans who watched a lot of Enterprise. We're basically the devil. Mm-hmm. Um... Uh, there was also a guy named Michael Goff, which mm-hmm. I was excited about because that's the guy who played Alfred in yep. the Tim Burton Batman movies, but played, uh, not the same, not the same guy. He was Alfred in all, like, he was the only character that carried over to all four of those original Batman uh, movies. Commissioner Gordon did too, I think. Oh, God, that's right. It, uh, Commissioner Gordon just didn't matter so much in those movies. Yeah, exactly. He was a new he, villain in town, Cape Crusader. Mm-hmm. But uh, it wasn't the same guy, unfortunately, mm. that, that that disappointed me. Thanks, DC Wiki, saving me like a click or two. Um, and uh, uh, Morgan Le Fay was yep. voiced by uh, Olivia Dabo, who was, um, to us most recently, uh, 10 from um, Batman Beyond. Yep. 
10 slash Melanie. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she did an entirely different character here and, and fa- did a fantastic, like I did not recognize her in the least. Oh no. Great voice. Great design yeah. on that character too. Like the whole yep, thing. She's in this weird mask thing the yeah. whole time. Very cool. She's got old lady hands, but like only mm-hmm. maybe. Well, she's draining the life force from men. So, wait, did Dave Sim write this episode? <laughs> I hope not. Well, me too. But you know, she's draining the life force from men to keep herself, uh, Young uh-huh. and pretty, so. <laughs> yep. Yep, I used to enjoy some of those comics. I mean, I still do. I could just, you know, I just <sighs> ignore the rest. High Society, um, one of the best political satires I've ever read. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like some of that magical pig stuff. Mm-hmm. It's a good pig. Uh, yeah. Okay, so. Uh, so I was certain mm-hmm. that... Um, uh, what's his name? Mordred was in a Batman episode. That was an entirely different little fucking like English twerp. Yeah, but also like it was an English twerp with uh, uh, Etrigan also there. Like, yes, exactly. Like I can understand the confusion here. Was it command? Is this his, Commandy, is this uh, his enemy? What the fuck's his little name? Catboy. <laughs> his uh, little name. <laughs> I don't know. I've I've referenced it a million times since you said it because you you really hit on something when you said he's the uh, my father shall hear of this. Oh yeah. Type. You you like identified you know there's like the seven uh, character types that uh, Joseph Campbell uh, uh, recognized and then you just you just discovered the eighth one. Mm-hmm. Clarion the witch boy. I think that was him. that's it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. But you know, same character type. Yeah, like, basically entitled just little brat, smug little shit who'll send you to the cornfield. Yeah, exactly. I don't want to go to the cornfield. It's a long walk home. How do you even know what corn is? You're from medieval England before you came to North America to discover, like, that the, the natives already had corn. Mm-hmm. You don't know what corn is. <laughs> Please stop sending me to the cornfield. Also, I'm a mighty warrior. This is no place for me. <laughs> um... So we had the the Hugh Hefner, uh, like, uh, we had a couple of uh, set pieces at yes. this uh, Playboy Mansion, which uh, <laughs> kids love Justice League. They hey, sure do. hey, kids, here's that Playboy Mansion you've heard so much about kids. <laughs> I mean, at the time, they probably had. I, I honestly don't know in early in the early 2000s, because by that point, kids had the Internet. Mm-hmm. But it was, you know, it's kind of an urban legend thing when I was that, like, yeah. uh, like cartoon watching age. Um, but uh, the crowd scene, this is my good thing. Uh, at the definitely not Playboy intellectually distinct mansion, mm-hmm. um, contained a lot of references to deep DC cuts. Oh that, yeah, uh, I again credit to the DC wiki. Gave, like they listed everything they spotted, and there were a lot of stuff I didn't. What what it was was a lot of recycled uh, character models. Oh yeah, because the Batman and the Catwoman were both from the musical from the Batman Beyond episode, where you know, oh the superstitious yeah. cowardly lot. You know that one. Yep. 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 Um, and then there's a Supergirl, a Maxi Zeus, uh, and then ones I didn't recognize, but I'm sure someone did, mm-hmm. like Doctor Bedlam, these Black some, Racer. Uh, these are some <laughs> deep cuts. Yeah, a Viking, the Black, mm-hmm. and then there was a uh, Don Rickles. Yeah, I wanted to mention because we just talked about this. I think last yes. week. I can't remember if it was here or in the in the bonus one though. But but we uh, definitely uh, did talk about Don Rickles being in an old DC comic. Yeah. No, because the in the 50s, particularly, they mm-hmm. had a lot of comics based on, like, popular personalities. Oh, yeah. Jerry Lewis had one. Bob, Bob Hope. Hope. Yeah, exactly. Um, 
someone called Devilence the Pursuer, which is a great name. Uh, and the Phantom of the Sewers, which uh, I, I guess distinct from the, the Sewer King. Mm-hmm. Those Different two are always bumping into each other. Get out of here! I'm trying to have my army of orphans steal something from my alligator. Well, I'm, I'm also let's... trying to get my army of orphans to steal something from my crocodile. <laughs> Wait a minute, let's see. I'm, according to this, an old Etrigan villain. That's all I know about myself. <laughs> Well, he didn't have a whole lot of very memorable villains. I have, I've never read, well, no, that's not true. He showed up in Swamp Thing because Alan Moore made him rhyme. Yep. And we keep thinking this one's going to rhyme and he doesn't. Yeah, it's just, come on, guys. Again, I wrote a poem. You have mm-hmm. no excuse for not doing it. Oh, these guys, like, there's a there's a great writer's room on this show. They would, they mm-hmm. would come up with something great. It's probably a little too stupid. I mean, yes. That line is important for them because they're they're paying homage to a lot of old comics and some of it's just too dumb mm-hmm. like they don't do the looking at the real costume and saying well that's stupid i'm not gonna wear that thankfully i appreciate that i fucking I, you know I, yeah. we fucking hate that shit yeah no it's awful but you know there's some things where it's like okay maybe the rhyming is a step too far the short pants mm-hmm. for fuck's sake well, we gotta keep the pants. short pants I got to say, throughout the episode, mm-hmm. I don't know what, like, I, I don't know if you noticed this, the, everything about Etrigan, the character model, the, like, the the shadowing, mm-hmm. everything about him, they put so much care into. Like, oh, every yeah. shot of him had more detail, and it, it, some of it looked like out of an expensive anime or something. The, like, the, the, I, I noticed specifically, like, the lips on him, like, he's clearly wearing, like, glossy lipstick or something. Oh, he's got great, like, uh, uh, thick eyeshadow and, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, and, and lipstick. He's, like he's got a great goth girl look. This guy's makeup game is on point. I could learn something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, particularly since I assume he can't see himself in a mirror. Like, how the <laughs> hell is he doing this? <laughs> I don't know. Or is that just work. vampires? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe someone in hell's job is to just apply makeup to him. Yeah, but they're from hell. <laughs> they're not going to do, a, like, a good job. <laughs> If you don't do a good job, I'll poke you with a pitchfork again. All right, fine. Okay, fine. Um, but no, like they put a lot, like the transformation scene, the the shadows on on Jason Blood's face, mm-hmm. like turning into Etrigan, and like all that of that was shot just like rules. Like that's some Kirby yeah. shit right there. Ooh. And the the show is definitely a cut above the last several we've done, mm-hmm. but. And and it's not quite to the standards of, of the first one, like the, you know, Batman, but it's still very good most of the time. But this was like, like, I don't know if they got Mignola or somebody, but like whoever it was spent a lot of time on just this stupid looking character. Oh, yeah. And his stupid short pants. <laughs> My little short pants. Every close up of him is like, maybe I'm being unfair. He does look cool. And then they'll cut to a wide shot. Like, nope, nope. Damn, he they looks got like a deal the fucking, on short pants. He looks like the, the lead singer for ACDC. He should yeah, be wearing the sure little does. flat cap, too. <laughs> Lots of bad bad words rhyme with thunderstruck. Let's go. <laughs> I'm going to thundercuck this guy. Uh-huh. Oh, you didn't even touch the big two. No. That'd be fucking suck. And uh, Thunder yes. duck. Mm-hmm. What was your good thing? Uh, I like the big gross worm thing that uh, Jay's dad turns into. It's fucking awesome. 
Mm-hmm. Just a just a big, cool-looking giant worm with a big Kirby mouth. I, it it had like a like a leech mouth. It like did. It had the the circle of teeth. Mm-hmm. Which I I'm sure that's a certain kind of worm, but I'm not familiar yeah. with worms. Just rampaging through the Playboy Mansion. That rules. Yep, and then you got Wonder Woman like wrestling him and punching him and saying, "Sorry, half or you know whatever yep, his name yep, was, I yep. don't remember." But uh, <laughs> Wonder Woman definitely improving. Oh, absolutely! Like I've had complaints about her early on, just just developing what she's about and and who she is. And for a minute, she buys into like uh, like um, okay, I got to flirt with this guy a little mm-hmm. bit. I get it. Like this is like, I this is a disgusting horn dog, and I just need to bat my eyelashes to get what I want. And yeah. she does, and then she finds out he has the philosopher's stone and has used it for money and women. And she's like, "Ugh, really?" And I'm like, "Come on, Diana, you really it really felt like you were getting a handle yeah. on the world of men, but then you then you lost it again." <laughs> I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. I mean, I shouldn't be surprised, honestly. <sighs> what else is there? Hmm. Um. There, there was a, a great bit where he's showing off this uh, ancient Greek, whatever it is, an urn or something, and uh, she goes, uh, "It's Roman, actually. It's yep. Roman copy." It was, a, it was a great like, um, it's Japanese, bought it in Japan. Yep, <laughs> that was very good. Uh, what else? Why would you put Flash in the fucking Playboy Mansion, though? Come on. I mean, I got a lot of problems with Flash in this one. Well, my bad thing. Uh huh. So. There's a bunch of orcs or whatever the fuck, I don't know, trolls, I, I, realms. Um, There's a bunch of realms running around, realming it up. Running around the watchtower. Come mm-hmm. on, man. It's a space station. Keep your <laughs> fucking orcs out of my space station. Uh, unless space you call them cl- lousy with orcs. Unless you call them Klingons, then it's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, the orcs of space. But uh, so... Etrigan, who he and Flash in particular have been at each other's throats the whole time, mm-hmm. which makes sense. Like Flash doesn't trust this dumb little short pants demon, <laughs> and the demon talks to Flash for five seconds and says, "Ugh, this guy." All right, we, which, I, I understand why you guys don't like this guy. He sucks. Yeah, exactly. So he's I can't like, wait uh, to see you in hell. You'll put my makeup on. <laughs> <laughs> That's what a girl does. Yeah. You, okay. <laughs> um, I mean, look, Flash would say something. Like I that. am fully aware. Yeah. Um, but uh, it, they're they're being sort of overwhelmed by these things, and Etrigan, like, it, it was it's sort of the last beat of a of a uh, buddy cop thing mm-hmm. where they hate each other the whole time, and then it's like, wait a minute, I know how to work with this guy, <laughs> and it was it, that was good. But he says, um, I run real fast, enough, or he says, make a make a maelstrom, and yep. Flash goes, duh. He gives him like the Homer Simpson blank look. Run around and do the one thing you know how to do, you stupid man. Yeah, run in a circle real fast. Oh, yeah, I could do that. I can run in a circle real fast. And it occurred to me, like, as Etrigan then turns, like, all the guys to solid ice, the the maelstrom is meant to smash them to pieces. But once they're turned to ice, everyone could just punch them. I think he just asked Flash to spin in a circle to keep him occupied. (laughs) I mean, I get it. Here, go go see a Star Wars. Um... (laughs) But um, Flash, we got to do some detective work. Uh, Why don't you run around the world a bunch of times and maybe that'll help? No, faster than that. Okay. Really fast. I I don't think you could go faster than that. I bet I could. (laughs) Um, But then uh, they smash them and uh, Flash 
gets a shard of uh, frozen orc or whatever the fuck uh, stuck in his ass mm-hmm. and pulls it out with a real, like, it's a good animation. I just hate it. Yep. And he makes a shitty joke about it, which I hate. <laughs> shut up, Flash. Yeah, shut the fuck up. God, how I hate you. And your bad thing kind of ties into the Flash, too, actually. I mean, this is just dumb writing. There's the part during the episode where, like, they've got the, the Philosopher's Stone and they need to get it out of there as quickly as possible. So someone goes, Wonder Woman, take this thing and run away as fast as you can. Flash, wait here and help us. Yeah, there's only two of them there. And you and have a chose... guy who is made of run fast. Yeah, he, you chose the one mm-hmm. who can who can fly and can move pretty fast. Mm-hmm. But not as fast as the world's fastest man. The, the the guy who's here because he's fast. He's the fast also, guy. Also, Etrigan, you don't like Flash. Mm-hmm. And you have just chosen a plan that makes him stick around with you. Mm-hmm. And you sent away Wonder Woman, who's pretty easy to get along with. You could literally send Flash away on an errand. Yes, we just discussed this. Mm-hmm. Now uh, take this and go, and then go down to the store and get me... <laughs> Mm-hmm. Stick of butter. What is it? So, some bread, stick of butter, quart of milk. Oh, I can't believe you forgot it. I know. <clears throat> you can't forget that. So um, I mentioned, uh, so yeah, Morgan's going around draining the life force from various people. And, mm-hmm. and uh, there was one woman that she turned into Aunt May. And I'm like, well, surely Maggie made this joke. And I scrolled down and you hadn't. Mm-hmm. But you did make a very specific reference that I I was very surprised and pleased to see that I also made, which was the security guard at that uh, museum looked like Mr. McFeely. He sure did. I just didn't expect that pull from you. I was delighted. I mean, I used to watch Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. Yeah, I know, but that's a deep cut. Mm-hmm. That's not Lady Elaine Fairchild or uh, King Fra- Like It's not a puppet. I mean, look, I de- when those guys showed up, I was definitely like, get to the puppets. Yeah, nobody remembers the live action people except Mr. Rogers, who is the name, like, uh, his name's on the show. Mm-hmm. But I think Mr. McFeely w- went to the, uh, I, he didn't go to the Crayon Factory, but he was in the episode that featured the Crayon Factory. Yeah, I, spent I think a that's lot of time- the think about the crayon factory i feel like that's the like one of the most popular episodes of that show because i think i remember that one distinctly too it's really interesting and also there's very something very satisfying about those crayons mm-hmm. um i did like in this episode how etrigan like the usual beat is i don't trust that guy he's a martian and we shouldn't trust martin like the, mm-hmm. the the same tired hey kids prejudice is bad yeah he's like no, I don't trust him because Morgan touched his mind and that chick's crazy. Yep. And like, all right, that's fair. You've been through some shit. You, you've you've earned that contempt. Mm-hmm. I understand. I, look, look, I know what she's like, okay? Yeah. I'm not, I want to tell you this right now. I'm not easy to trick. Mm-hmm. I am, I was on the ball when I started hooking up with this, with this witch and betrayed mm-hmm. my, uh, and betrayed the, the city country yeah, look, of Camelot. Could, we, Witches were, ex- you know, extremely popular in the medieval times, mm-hmm. as we all know. So yep. I, I figured I had no trouble there. No. Uh, also, Camelot is only a model. <laughs> it's a kingdom, Maggie. That's what. It, excuse me. Right, the kingdom of Camelot. Look, let me explain it to you in economic terms. You can exchange one kingdom for one horse. Oh. So Camelot is equal to one horse. All right. Well, then I really it's don't see what the town. problem was. You can get a horse anywhere. Yeah. Uh, let's see. What else? I bet back in the 19... 
Yes. I, I was going to make a BoJack reference, and then I realized I had turned it into a Clone High reference, so I'm just going to ah. see myself out. <laughs> We're just going for all the cartoons that people probably haven't watched mm-hmm. today. Um, Let's what else? see. Sick of Merlin. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, when when they're fighting the orcs or whatever, my my thought was, uh, I I understand that the entire league isn't in every episode, and I I support that. Mm-hmm. But Hawk Girl was made for this particular fight. <laughs> She's gonna show up later and like, you guys didn't call. There, there were there orcs were swar- here. There were swarming monsters just begging for a macing. I I, I want to be very clear here, guys, because this is really important to me. There were orcs here who got turned into very smashable ice, and mm-hmm. you didn't call. Mm-hmm. I was at, call I me. was just... at my sister's wedding. I would have bailed. <laughs> I didn't want to be there anyway. It was just an obligation. Ugh. Hey, Justice League emergency. <laughs> Gotta go. Ugh. Yeah. My plus one didn't show up because I'm not sure what Hawkman's deal is yet. Uh, he'll be in jail, you. Ah, yes. Mm, sort sort of. I don't know that there's a canonical Hawkman exactly. There's mm. a crazy guy who thinks he's Hawkman. Probably for the best. <laughs> yeah, it's good. Um, let's see, what else? Uh, hmm. Oh, I got a real, between, um, uh, uh, Mordred and Morgan, I got a, like, these two need to start getting ready for Mother Boy 6000 or whatever. <laughs> Upon her knee. Mm-hmm. Also, I love they said they so they're investigating like this old man who might know where the philosopher's stone is. Mm-hmm. And they're like, gotta talk to this old man. Send the scary monster in. Oh, what a great idea. Mm-hmm. Ah you human! Where is this philosopher's st- Oh god, he had a heart attack. Well, who could have seen this coming? He even says something like, ah, he's going to be dead soon anyway. I mean, that was fucking funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you do love old people and their uh, impending mortality for mm-hmm. some reason. <laughs> <laughs> ah, um, I got no time for this crap. <laughs> <sighs> um, what, he couldn't just turn back into the guy, the, like, d- good old Jason with his mm-hmm. blazer with the fucking patches on the elbow? Yep. Like uh, the the... Midlife crisis uh, uh, college professor with the stripe in his hair. Maybe that's what they thought. Like, it's like, okay, we'll have a professor just talk to the professor. Yeah, get in there and talk to him. Okay. Okay, but Mm -hmm. turn back into jail. And he's gone. Well, he'll probably Mm -hmm. know. Hello. (laughs) Oh, he knew. He just didn't care. Yep. The weird thing is he didn't come off like, you know, the whole idea of Etrigan is he's a demon Mm -hmm. and, and Jason is cursed with him forever. But like, he doesn't come off as evil so much as a jerk. Yeah. I feel like they both mellowed to each other over the years. I, I mean, that's probably true. Like, like, that's probably, in story, that's probably accurate. He's been possessed by this demon for, like, 3,000 years or whatever, and yeah. I'm sure it used to be like, I'm a monster, mm-hmm. and I have to do the whole Incredible Hulk thing, or else everyone will be mad at me, and it's been 3,000 years, just, yeah, whatever. Yeah. All right, I'll take Tuesdays and Wednesdays, because that's when my book club is, but uh, <laughs> otherwise, whatever. Look. That's fine, and you're you're welcome to my vast library, but please don't eat the books. Damn it. Spit it out. Spit it out. That's a first edition. (laughs) 
I've got the Ugh. only autographed copy of uh, of uh, of uh, King Arthur's legend. <laughs> to Jason, thanks for killing us all. Love Arthur. PSC when the car Millhouse. <laughs> I had to teach him how to write to sign that. <laughs> Things were not as glamorous as uh, as the legends make it seem. <laughs> You know that line in uh, Holy Grail where they say the king hasn't got shit all over him? That yep. was inaccurate. Hey, Jason, you getting people to sign your uh, book? Ugh, leave me alone, Lancelot. <laughs> I fucking hate that you know, guy. You know how much I lance? Yes, I've heard that joke. Uh-huh, he lances so much. Mm-hmm. So you got a real nasty boil there. I can take care of that for you. <laughs> <laughs> Get uh, out of here, you weird pervert. <laughs> I mean, as far as I can tell, Camelot was just, like, weird perverts. That's mm-hmm. it. Yep. Weird maybe perverts I'm, waiting for TV to be invented. Yeah. Maybe I'm thinking of, um, like, JFK's uh, whole inner circle was called Camelot, and maybe mm-hmm. I'm thinking of them, but I, no, I think they both had a lot of weird perverts. Yep. I I think about, because they had the, the Green Knight movie came out a couple of years mm-hmm. back, and so mm-hmm. I was thinking about it. It's like, yeah, this is what we did on a... Uh, on a uh, on a Christmas Eve, if before TV, I'll try. Mm-hmm. I'll cut your head off, and then you cut cut my head off, and we'll call that a game for the week. I mean, yeah, mm-hmm. sounds right. Yeah, except uh, except back in those times, if it's Christmas, it lasts like six months. Yep, Christmas starts in no- like early November. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Uh, what else? Ye old Christmas is starting e- e- earlier and earlier each year. <laughs> I went. I was at market, and they had already started playing. Grandma got run over by a stagecoach. <laughs> Doesn't even make sense. Stagecoaches won't be invented till the eighteen hundreds. Another another stupid flash moment. Mm-hmm. Um, he he brings some people up an elevator and does the uh, fifth floor. Da 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 da. Like like. That was an old joke when Bugs Bunny did it. Oh. Like, elevators haven't worked like that in, like, a hundred years. I was Christ so sake. mad when he did that. I mean, it's just, like, I think they're writing him the way they wrote, like, fucking Freakazoid or whatever, but mm-hmm. I didn't care for that show, so. I did care for Freakazoid, and, it's, it's, sir, mm-hmm. I've met Freakazoid. I've worked with Freakazoid, and you are no Freakazoid. <laughs> all right. I get the same vibe, is all I'm saying. I mean, not look, the, that's fair. Not the, not the creepy to women stuff, but, like, the... Just the, the bad jokes. No, I don't think uh, Freakazoid was ever creepy to women. I hope not anyway. I, who knows? You that was definitely Freakazoid? the way jokes uh, were going back then, so. Well, yeah. And always, really. Mm-hmm. If we're being entirely honest. Uh, all right. Anything else? I think that's everything I got. I hated Mordred's little costume. Really? I mean, like, look, it shows exactly the type of boy he is. <laughs> <laughs> I love the contempt with which you say boy. <laughs> Look at that little boy. <laughs> like, you just said uh, an extremely common, like, one-syllable word in English that, that we all learn <laughs> very early, but but you filled it with such meaning. Al, there's a very good, very good read. Al, there's a very good reason I don't have children. Well, look, and I understand why you in particular might have contempt for the concept of boyhood. Mm-hmm. But um, no, that was that was different. That was like ugh, this boy. Ugh, here comes this boy. Uh-huh. Ugh. Very good. Boy. Mm-hmm. 
the boy, sir. <laughs> you I, kiss. I liked his. I liked his stupid outfit. His formal shorts. He looked like he was. Yes. He looked like he was playing like uh, some Shakespeare thing in a school mm-hmm. play that you're forced to go to and then watch all the other kids do it too. Yep. Ugh. Awful. All right. Uh, oh. We haven't been doing quotes a lot lately, mm-hmm. but uh, you ha- you had a particularly art like uh, like uh, a clever and articulate one. So I oh yeah, here's that. my quote. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not sure why you chose that exactly. <laughs> no, it's uh. yeah, I know. I know you know. I p- I pulled it, but uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> there's a lot of good actual one-liners in here. Yeah, but this is the one that made me laugh. Okay. I mean, that's that'll do it. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I suppose that's all for this time, yeah. then. Uh, we, I, I mentioned earlier we've been covering uh, The Brave and the Bold in our, our Patreon. Uh, I've also mentioned that uh, I'm currently not uh, holding steady employment down. Yeah. So if you want to maybe throw an extra couple bucks, I would not uh, I, I would I would not be mad about that. Please give uh, Al some pay- money. He works so hard for you. Uh, I, I Not as hard as I used to, but I'm trying. I, it, um, look. Give the man no, some money. It's also not going directly in my pocket. It's going mm-hmm. to cover production expenses that I will then not have to pay out of my pocket. Mm-hmm. This is still for the show. So uh, it's patreon.com slash Algar, and you can hear us review uh, a pair of uh, Brave and the Bold episodes every month. We're about halfway through that series. Now. Yeah. Uh, I, I planned it so that the end of that uh, comes exactly at the end of this. Mm-hmm. So we have like a little less than a year worth of both shows left. So, uh, yeah, patreon.com slash Algar. I'd appreciate that. Um, the website as ever, uh, kidslovebatman.com. Mm-hmm. If you want to write to us, it is kidslovebatmanpodcast at Gmail. Next week, we will be doing metamorphosis. I have no idea what that is. Presumably, it's something about someone turning into a cockroach, but I really don't know. Mm-hmm. Great. Possibly metamorpho. I don't know. I forget if he was on this show. Oh, it might be meta. I don't. He can't be worth a two-part Justice League episode. He's metamorpho. I think he might be, actually. I think this might be a metamorpho episode. I, you really think that guy deserves a whole hour? I don't know if he deserves a whole hour. I, I sound like I'm mocking you. I'm not. I'm mocking metamorpho. <laughs> I, as well you should. Yeah. Fucking multicolored Ben Grimm over here. Mm-hmm. Uh... But, uh, yeah, and also, I now, great. Now I probably won't make that, uh... Kafka reference in my summary because mm-hmm. I've I've blown my wad here. That's so. fine. No one will remember. Yeah, it's Metamorpho, so that's something to look forward to. That's what I again, an episode about him makes sense. A two-parter, like usually they go with sort of the big ones, mm-hmm. you know? Like this was kind of an epic story. They took over a whole city, like a whole like major world city, and they were gonna take over the world. Like that tracks. Yeah. But uh Metamorpho, huh? Yep. Metamorpho. All right. The fuck is a morpho? <laughs> All right, so we'll be back next week, and uh, that's all for now. Yeah, see you, folks. Twala. For more information about this show and the people who make it, visit kidslovebatman.com. To provide financial support for this show and all of the shows produced by Algar Productions, consider a pledge at patreon.com slash Algar. That's double A-L-G-A-R. The Kids Love Batman podcast is a co-production of Maggie Robotham and Ron Algar-Watt. Copyright 2023, Algar Productions. Please don't sue us. 
we're just doing this for fun. 